What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fire Builders Live, the last one that we are doing before Christmas. So Christmas edition, as always, my name is Josh Corporal. I'm streaming live from the porch, Key West, Florida, surrounded by Elvis and his cohort roosters. And I'll tell you, I am so excited for today's episode. It is going to be a fantastic one. I have Cielo de la Paz on the line. Cielo, welcome to Fire Builders Live. Hey, hey, hey. Happy to be here. Thanks. I didn't know I was the last one for the year, so aren't I special? <laughs> well, actually, it is not. It's the last one before oh, okay. Christmas, and then I've got a oh, couple before Christmas. more right, right, yeah, right. in between. So this is the Jingle Bell like Christmas edition. Hey, and, oh, uh, my Santa hat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right? <laughs> so this is going to be so good because we are going to be talking all things video. That is what you do, and you do it so well. And before we get into that, let me explain to everyone at home listening and watching what the hell we do here on Fire Builders Live. We stream live six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 12 noon Eastern. We bring on super cool people like Cielo and we talk about big ideas, big goals, big dreams. We break them down into small steps, things that you can do every single day to improve yourself. And that is what we are going to be talking about today. I am super pumped to have Cielo. This is somebody that I have been following for honestly all of 2020. Now listen to this. Featured in places like Cult of Mac, BuzzFeed, USA Today, Business Insider, TechCrunch, Mashable, the list goes on and on. Cielo is better known as the storyographist, and she has had her photos featured everywhere, including, which I'm sure you've seen, those shot on an iPhone, gigantic international billboards that were everywhere in the world. Some of those photos were hers. She has a keen eye for photography, for videography, for storytelling, and she has taught over 20,000 people, students, how to capture better photos and videos using their iPhones, including lectures in just, you know, all right places like Stanford and Google, you know, no big deal. Uh, she is wrapping up a six, 365 day pledge to shoot and edit a single video every single day in 2020. It's coming to an end and her content is ranged from artistic and glitzy to simplistic and raw through so much creation. She has learned such an amazing amount of insights about what people actually watch what they want to watch, what they're craving for. We all have a story to tell, right? And there are so many different ways to say it. And that's what we are going to be talking about today because you will be really surprised at what people actually want to see. I am super pumped to have you on the show. Cielo, welcome again to Fire Builders Live. Wow, what an intro. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> I'm telling you, the stuff that you've done is just incredible. Like, uh, I've been following, I have been following you. And by the way, Dr. Adrian says, good morning from California. Good um, morning. Yeah, so if you guys are here and with us, wherever you are in the world, shoot us a comment, let us know where you are. Um, so, you know, I've been following your stuff, seriously, for the last year. I've been watching your videos uh, our friend Todd introduced us yeah, like way right. back in the day. And, uh, and since then I was like, holy crap, this girl is the real deal. Um, so just kudos to you for all of that. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's surprising who follows you. And I think most like, it, I'm surprised, like oh, I had no idea, like you followed me and, you know, I saw your content too. So I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's like, it's like we, you know, I feel like as content creators online, like, uh, 
you only scratch the surface. Like you only, your actual influence is so much deeper than you see online. I totally agree. Yeah. I think sometimes it feels like you are creating content and it's crickets, but you'd be surprised at who's actually paying attention. And um, I think even though you don't hear anything, most people are lurkers. (laughs) They're just lurking, but they're watching you. Yeah, they, I mean, they're like, especially with your stuff, because we were talking a little bit earlier, sorry, there's planes going overhead. You know, honestly, there's like planes, there's roosters. And then I was on a podcast this morning, this is a little off topic, but I was on a podcast this morning. And, (laughs) and these two people, literally like 20 feet away from me just started having a hula hoop party. They're just screaming and they're doing the hula hoops and stuff. That's never happened before. Like, of course that happens when you're live. Of course it is. You should have panned around and shown the whole hula hoop content. I mean, that would have made your video viral right there. Seriously. Like, what the hell? Uh, but, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool watching what you're doing. I like to start off the show by saying, where are you in the world? And what is a typical day like in Cielo's life these days? Oh my gosh. Um, I am in California in the Bay Area. I'm about 20 minutes from San Francisco. So I'm there. And my typical day, I, I wake up early. So sometimes I'm waking up in bed like 4.30 in the morning and I have to force myself to go back to sleep. So around 5.30, I'm usually up. I make a cup of coffee. I sit down. I do my... Um, Morning pages. I don't know if anyone's familiar with the artist's way, the book. You do three, three pages every day. So I do that. Um, and then do you I, write, I do, do you write about just anything that comes into your mind or is it usually like around a specific topic? No, it's random. It's just like, what do I feel like? Sometimes it's positive. Sometimes <laughs> it's a bad day. It's going to be a bad day. Um, yes, I'll do that. And I try to do that within 20 minutes. Three pages is kind of a, it, it can be time consuming. If you're kind of, you know, not feeling talkative, um, are you t- are you typing them or are you writing them? I'm handwriting because she said to handwrite. Yes. So the book said to handwrite, um, but I handwrite with my Apple pencil and my iPad, and then it changes it to like typed, you know. So yeah, yeah. So no, but it's handwriting. Awesome. Do you, because I do that too. I love, I have um, an iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil too. And do you do that through the Notes app or do you do it through something else? So I use an app called Notability. It's one of my favorite apps. Like I wish I could have affiliate links with this. I've had so many (laughs) people buy this app. It's the best thing ever. (laughs) I'm going to check that out. Notability. Okay. So sorry to interrupt. So you do the morning pages and then what? And then I recently started doing yoga. Um, and I, I'm to the point where I'm not following an instructor anymore. And my whole goal was to be able to do two things with it, get some exercise and get my meditation done at the same time. <laughs> so it's become like meditative for me now where I, I have my own flow and then I'll do that for half an hour. Um, and that's my typical morning. And then like, you know, I do random things after that. <laughs> I dig it. Is like the, the stuff, I mean, the stuff that you kind of start yourself off with in the morning, do you find that that ends up sort of directing and guiding you to the inspiration for what you're going to shoot that day? No, <laughs> no, not at, not, at no, oh, no, not at all. No, I wish I was that organized, <laughs> um, but I'm a spontaneous person and I've to embrace that this year. Um, no matter how hard I 
tried to plan it. It's just, it's just not me. <laughs> and I sort of embrace my spontaneity and my timeline. And we can go into that, but um, no, it doesn't dictate what I shoot for the day, but it does dictate if I miss those two things, I feel a little bit thrown off, to be honest with you. Like my day yeah. just doesn't feel balanced if I don't do those two things in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, especially the meditation, like just starting the day off right. And then the yoga, I, that's yeah. one of my favorite things to do in the morning too, is, nice. uh, is, is some serious yoga and then just walking oh. around. There's like a massive, just like a big cemetery, like a massive, crazy Key West cemetery. And you just walk through there, get some coffee, contemplate deep questions about life. And then, yeah. Wow. Talk about the right place to contemplate life. Yeah. That's amazing. That's probably got to put things in perspective, right? Like, do you read this, the, um, the, like what, like people who died or when and yeah. How old? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it ranges from like early 1800s, uh, all the way up and it's just, it's really interesting. Some of the things that they've etched and then there's like, there's, there's a lot of, um, mausoleum style, right? Cause Key yeah. West is like all granite or it used to be all just not granite, uh, coral like rock okay so, so you can really dig into yeah exactly yeah. so they buried up and then they built these incredible mausoleums and stuff and it's all in this and it's nuts it's so cool wow you should make a video about that like i'm yeah. fascinated like, yeah because i think if i saw somebody you know and saw somebody and it wrote you know they lived till they were like 30 you know it would hit me and be like oh my god you never know when you'll go and it'll really put things in perspective. Like, why am I worrying about this stupid little thing? You know, yeah. life can be really short. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like all of you think about That's all awesome. of the people that, uh, that, that yeah. maybe had their own stuff going on that they never, you know, they never actualized. And you're just like, I'm never going to be like that. So yeah. you know? you're lucky to have that. That is really awesome. Totally. Totally. And, uh, and, and oh, here, let me put this up too. So, uh, so Z's from Miami. Z's awesome. Uh, and Dr. Adrian says, I love how videos have become the it item for connecting marketing oh, advertising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it totally, totally, totally 100% is. Susie says, what's going on? Susie Parks hey, over hey. in the UK. Right. So, uh, so I'll tell you. So Cielo, right. I think, so first of all, the, the story of how you like actually started and then you were chosen by Apple for the whole shot on iPhones things. Can you just mm -hmm. give everybody like a quick brief, like synopsis of all of the insanity that happened with that whole, like one shot that you made? Yeah. So um, some background on how I got into this whole shot on iPhone thing. Everyone's asking, like, did I submit it? It was actually found. And that photo was part of my photo a day project. And that day, I wasn't going to go out, actually, because supposedly it was the worst storm the barrier had ever had in 16 years. And everybody stay inside you you know it's dangerous to go outside so of course what do i do i was like i want to see what the we're going what's the most dangerous day ever in the bay area in the past six years what does that look like so i go outside um and of course it's like raining and um you know i've got my umbrella and i was like well you know 
it's raining. It's like no big deal. And I'm walking home and I'm looking down and there's a reflection of my umbrella on the ground because it's wet. And it's, I was like, Oh, that's super pretty. So I take a shoe selfie. Okay. It's a shoe selfie, you guys. And then I post it like I normally do. I put it on Flickr. Um, and then next thing I know, a few months later, somebody messages me on Flickr and was like, could we license this photo? Um, and, but you have to sign an NDA. And I was like, why do I have to sign NDA? Cause I've licensed my photos to, you know, other places like Microsoft and whatnot, never had to sign NDA. Um, I almost didn't do it. Um, but I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And then they're like, Oh, we're working, we're an agency working for Apple and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, no big deal, you know? And then not till months later when they're finally ready with the, um, the whole campaign, they're like, by the way, it's going to be on billboards around the world. Um, so it's <laughs> yeah, going to be, so I was like, what do you mean by billboards? Like, you know, those big billboards, like, holy cow, that's amazing. And then she gave me all the locations it was going to appear. And like, I had no idea it was going to be a big deal. Yeah, that was really that's exciting. So cool. Yeah, I bet it was. was yeah. Wasn't one of them, one of them was like massive in Santiago? Yeah, there was a huge one. Um, and it was like 20 feet, like 20 stories high. And it was like this whole building. And I was like, I've never seen my shoes that big. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. It's got to just be so surreal. Like, um, you know, because I, I feel like a lot of photographers, Elvis yeah. is freaking out. Um, uh, I feel like a lot of photographers, like that's, that's the dream. Like that's the end goal. Like I want my photos to be seen by so many other people. And, uh, and that just, that just kind of kicked off the whole journey for you. Were you teaching about iPhone videography and photos before that? No, I wasn't. I was really just doing it for fun and to get better at photography. So I kind of talked about how I was doing photo a day. That was my fifth year of doing photo a day. Um, so I was just really trying to get better at my craft and, and not until after that point, um, did I really become like the iPhone person? I was, I just used it because that's the camera I had with me. I wasn't necessarily yeah. specializing in it. Um, but everybody after that assumed I knew what the heck I was doing. With <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's, but it's totally true. Like, I mean, you kind of did if you were using yeah, your phone and, and doing this, like the five years leading up to it. I mean, it's yeah. so easy for everybody to just brush that off and be like, oh yeah, you know, you were just, but you were working photo a day for yeah. a number of years before that actually like touched off. So yeah, yeah, it's I, I just, a lot I just really loved it. And I was like, I want to just become really, really good at this. And I think somebody, we all find something that we just really love and want to be super good at. Did you just throw something at the rooster? I just threw something <laughs> at the rooster and tried not to get it on camera, but I don't think it worked. <laughs> and I called you out for it. Sorry. <laughs> it's the only way I can get these guys, they croach. I'm telling you, uh, um, they, they have no respect to these roosters. None. Uh, <laughs> but it worked. It worked. It did. It did. Work. I, I, he's gone. It did work. And by the way, uh, you're you're already you're already um, holding sway and power on the the viewers here. Notability has been downloaded and is on my Mac. Love it. (laughs) This is so good. Uh, And uh, Lyndon said, "I love this story, Cielo. Look at how your consistency paid off." Thank you. Yes. Yep. And 
And people are also saying that they saw me throw. <laughs> they definitely saw me throw it. It's the first time I've actually ever done that on a live show. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm like just trying to picture what that rooster was like. Did it just like fly up? Yeah, freaked out. It freaked out. Um, That's hilarious. Okay, so, uh, so now, now teaching, now teaching. But the cool thing is, is like, you're not just teaching how to use the iPhone. I mean, essentially, it's just a, another tool. It's another camera. There's so many different cameras out there. It's yeah. the one that you have, like, right in the heat of the moment. Yeah. That's usually the best one. And uh, right. and for you, like, you're not just teaching and telling people how to do it. You're doing it every day along with them. So you're walking right. the walk, not just talking the talk. Yeah, and I, I totally believe that. And I think, you know... I see a lot of folks out there that teach, you know, there are a lot of filmmakers that teach you how to use your iPhone, but like they don't use it. They're using their nice cameras. Like you see their YouTube videos. They've got like really, you know, and it's like, I want to show like really like my whole YouTube is, is, is like 95% of it is shot with my and and edited on my iPhone or iPad. Um, And it's kind of like, I just want to show everyone that you really don't, need all the fancy camera you really don't and like I'm doing it and you know I'm doing okay you know connecting with people so that's kind of why I want to you know walk the walk well have you found the same approach to the content itself so for instance like like use whatever you've got right if you've got an iPhone like use it is it the same idea with content like whatever you can film just film it doesn't have to be like staged and perfect I totally agree. And I think we'll get into this later. Some of the raw content that I've made, I've actually done really well. And I'm just like, okay, it's amazing. Um, and, you know, especially this year, 2020, um, was the most boring year that I've had in terms of I didn't go anywhere. Last year would have been amazing. I went so many, I was in the Canary Islands last year, you know, like, like so many cool places this year I went nowhere, but I still made content everyday life, you know, making tea, you know, things like that. And it connected with people. And so I think that just proves that honestly, you don't have to do super epic things to connect with folks and, and really have an impact. Do you do most of the connection on Instagram? Like, do people reach out via messages and that's yeah. how they connect with you? And then, yeah, yeah. I've got these Insta friends now. It's, it's, you know, I've got more people messaging me and I was like, who are you? And then we kind of become like, I've got, you know, like, you know, tw- like 20, 30 regular people that DM me and then folks that kind of pop in and out. And it's really cool. Like to just like, they don't comment on your posts, but they'll, message you and connect with you. And I really valued that this year. Yeah. yeah. And do they, what do they, they ask you for advice? Are they like, yo, yeah. Cielo, you really got to check this video out. Do you feel, do you yeah. feel, um, I don't know. I always, I always wonder whether or not creators like you, when you get so many people messaging you all the time, if you feel overwhelmed by that. I do. I do. I get, I do get overwhelmed by that. Um, and in fact, email, a lot of people email me. Um, I've sort of taken that one down because I don't know, for some reason it's harder for me to respond on email versus because it feels more formal. Whereas if you DM me, it's easier for me to just like quickly respond. Um, but it does get overwhelming. And towards the latter part of the year, I kind of like, time boxed it and said, I'm only going to respond during this time. So I'm not all day long, you know, responding. So that helped. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Yeah, it definitely would. Cause, cause 
I get the sense that you're the kind of person that when they do something, they like do it right. They like go all in, you know, they don't, you're not going to half as it. And that means that even the responses to messages, like you want to put some thought and time, like, and yeah. help people. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of the questions, the, the, a lot of the DMs are like, Hey, Cielo, I made this video, you know, thanks to you. And I, of course I want to check it out. Um, or they'll ask follow up questions on something I posted, like, Hey, I bought this thing that you said and recommended, you know, and it's like, I feel responsible. Like, you know, I recommend it and they're like, well, what would work well with this? You know, things like that. And so I, I you know, I definitely want to respond. Like I got you to buy it. You know, I want to follow up. Right. I want to be helpful. Um, so yeah, I definitely try to put time into responding. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just shows the kind of person that you are. I think that's great. Uh, really I do. Uh, and Perry just asked, Josh, have you developed your skills through Cielo? Good question. Good question. Uh, I actually, I actually uh, tried out one of the things that you mentioned because you have on your videos you have animated text, right, where oh, you just yeah. like draw arrows and stuff, yeah. and it and it make it look so seamless. And you do that all using like chroma key and stuff like that. On and iPad, yeah, I, yeah. And I'd never seen that before, and I started trying to do it myself and implementing that. So yes. Oh, cool. I have hey, developed my skills hey. through you. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, uh, it's really cool to see like the creative, the creative things that you can, you know, you can do with this. So, yeah. well, um, and then now we were talking about you, you're teaching a course at this point in time. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, you're doing it at Stanford. You are teaching yeah. people how to use their iPhones and, and, and maybe not just iPhones. It's not all just iPhones, is it? Or is it? It is just iPhones. All iPhones. Okay. All iPhones. And it's, yeah. and it's all, and what's so cool about it, and this kind of loops back to what we were talking about, what's so cool about it is that you have everybody use the same content, right? They shoot the same thing in a group, but everybody edits it differently. They try and tell the story in a different yeah. way, and that is awesome. Yeah, it's so fascinating. So before we are in lockdown, um, because now it's going to be virtual, but I would have them team up in groups of four. Um, and then they would all go shoot out, you know, because, you know, video production, some, a lot of times a crew helps. Anyway, so they all go shoot the same footage. And then I have them share all the different pieces. You know, everyone's got the same footage. And then it's like, okay, now go separately and edit your videos. And then one, I remember one was like this, like, crazy like horror kind of uh, film you know that I was like wow you went to a dark place there and then this <laughs> other one it was this like comedic happy like like cute little ending I was like that is just and then it just goes to show my students that yes filming matters but editing is also important it's often underrated totally like how you tell the story yeah. I think it it reminds me did you ever see did you ever see where people took movies, one one in particular, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, and then one with The Shining, and then they they take it and they just edit a, a trailer yeah. to make it look and they, like a totally different movie. And they change the music. The music yeah. makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yep. Home Alone, I think they did that. It became a horror film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's amazing yeah. how like you're right. Um, the music is key. Oh, that's a good question actually, because I'm curious yeah. about what you do. Um, cause I was talking to, uh, to my friend Lyndon, who also does a lot of her own videos. And mm-hmm. we were talking about how we choose the music first before we yeah, edit. Is that, yeah. what do you do? I've done that before. 
Um, but sometimes now it's usually the footage that I have that determines what I want it to be. But that is such a good idea. I think if um, I haven't done that lately, now it's the other way. And and it's like we sh- we'll shoot the the video footage kind of like and get it all and it's all just raw, but um, but before the editing process happens to like, you know, because you you probably have an idea in your head like what you want it to you feel like you know the energy yeah, of the yeah, whole thing yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and you're right like the music's such a huge part of that that um, yeah it is it is yeah 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 so what happens with me is I will. Yesterday, um, my minute, the other day, I was uh, I shot something, and I honestly didn't know whether it was gonna be funny or like instructional. And then, for me, it comes all comes together in the edit, and I'm like, oh, I can make this like really quick edits and make it kind of like a more like hip hoppy, like kind of like edgy kind of feel. And then that's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this edit. And then I'm going to look for that edgy kind of like hip hop feel to, to put, put it to. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. That's a, uh, that's so cool. Like um, it's just cool how much creative power you have you know, with, with, yeah. with the tools today, like it's insane. Know, it it is insane. There's so much you can do so easily. Like, I don't know if you've played around with TikTok, um, but TikTok has so many cool editing um, capabilities that you don't even, all you need is TikTok. Like honestly, like um, no but, other third party apps yeah, or anything. You can do it all yeah, in TikTok. You can all do your edits. You can do your quick cuts. Like you could do the masking, all of that. Like TikTok's amazing. <laughs> That's great. Are you on TikTok? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I think next year I'll probably post more on TikTok, but this year I was focusing on one thing at a time. I was like, I'm just yeah. going to do Instagram. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. That's good. Well, okay. So tell me, um, we're talking about as far as the content, you, you and I discussed a little bit earlier, like what kind of crazy content people are actually what, like looking for and watching versus what yeah. you thought that they would be interested in. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, Ooh, and hold on, let me put this up. Yeah. Let's see what it comments. Bob, Bob Yeager says rock and call today. Going to have to watch the replay and take some notes by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like this whole thing, Bob. Bob's doing some amazing stuff too. Like uh, you guys, you guys would really hit it off. Uh, oh, awesome, and, Bob! We should connect. And Doctor Adrian says it all comes together in the edit. It is. Yeah, it does. It totally 100%. does. One hundred percent. YouTube Shorts is going to. Oh yeah, YouTube Shorts. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I, uh, so I'm curious. Like, what insights have you learned? Because you've basically put together almost 365 by the way if you need to blow your nose go for it yeah like, i know it's like my it. nose is like running i don't know my allergies can i turn off my camera hold on let me just duck down <laughs> yeah here hold on let me remove you from the stream so as cielo does this uh this is so good yeah <laughs> okay let's see if she's back okay you're back i'm uh, back thank you okay totally cool uh and uh and Lyndon, just to give like I I, I never storyboard. I love never and I love never storyboarding. <laughs> yeah, you know what? For my own content, I don't storyboard either. I embrace my spontaneity <laughs> and just go for it. I like it. Yeah. And that and and actually like some of the stuff that you've done where you've just gone for it. Yeah. What's been has that been the most watched stuff? Like the stuff yeah. that's just 
Um, yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, so I kind of want to leave that one for the end. Um, what okay, was okay. like most watched? Because this one was, this will drive the point home for everybody. So let's leave that for, but like some of the things that I was so surprised about, like, so my top, I, on my post a few days ago, I was like, here were the top three most liked videos. Um, one was I, I filmed, I, I just randomly walked into the sneaker store and I don't know if you know sneaker head culture, but they're really into, it's like buying stocks, like buying and trading shoes that are like, you know, hard to get. And anyway, I went to the store and I was just fascinated by this whole sneaker culture. So I just filmed it. I had my phone and I filmed it and that was the most liked. Um, so I was like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Cause it told the story. What, um, was it, was it, um, you explaining what the culture was or were just quick shots of like the store itself or what? Yeah. I explained like, you know, the sneaker culture is like a, I forgot how many billion dollar industry and that people buy and trade. I, I explained what it was. And then after I gave context as to what I was shooting, then what I shot was impressive. You know, otherwise you're like, it's just a stupid shoe store. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, here are the shoes. Here's the shoes, and here are people looking at them. <laughs> no, like that one wall was probably like, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars just on one wall. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nuts. I know, yeah. I know nothing about shoes. Uh, but did you, did you do it in a way where you shot it all? And then did you explain it in like a voiceover yeah. where you kind of yeah. went back and looked at it or were you trying to explain it in the moment like with yourself? Yeah. And I think that here's where people stress out about making videos is they feel like when they vlog, they have to talk and walk. And then I know a lot of people are self-conscious. I know I was before, you know, talking to the phone as you're walking around in public. And that's one of the questions I get. It's like, how do you become more comfortable with walking and talking to the camera? And I'm like, well, Sometimes you don't really have to do that. And in this video was that case where I just was just filming, you know, and then it, it came together in the edit where I was like, let me explain this because it doesn't make any sense why this is cool. And then I just <laughs> looked up some facts of like, how big is this industry? You know, cause like, I know it's big. And I was like, holy cow, it's in the billions. Um, and then that became even more impressive. So, and then the voiceover was super easy. It took me less than a minute to just kind of, you know, talk, I use LumaFusion. So talk while I'm, you know, watching that play through and then record the voiceover. Yeah. LumaFusion, is that where you do all your editing as well? Mm -hmm. Like everything? Yeah. yeah everything. Yeah. On my phone, iPad. Yep. Yep. Cool. Great. App. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think that I've ever even, have you ever used uh, DaVinci Resolve? Resolve? I have not on, I, that's on desktop, right? Yeah, that's on that. That is on desktop. Yep. Yeah, I use on desktop. I use Premiere Pro. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Let me hold on. Let me pull this up too, because I'm trying. To, let's see. I'll give you guys a little laugh. One line in a video garnered more comments than any other that I've ever published. And on a video, my wife asked, "Are you taping a video?" And I said, "No, I'm taping my truck for a paint job. I'm recording a video, Boomer." Boomer, okay. <laughs> there you go. Are you videotaping me? <laughs> it's those like it's those spontaneous in the moment, like funny sort of reactions that usually oh. just get the most attention. Yes. Yeah. 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 There. Yeah. There are some funny ones. Um, 
Like, so my second one, my sec, the second most like video that I had of the year was of me kind of just being funny and making fun of the stupid mistakes I made when I first started making videos with my iPhone, you know, kind of like not knowing how to work the lights, trying to figure out if my mic was working. Um, and so I think it was just kind of making fun of myself and it was funny. I was surprised with number two of almost 365. It's like, what is that? It's crazy. Do you think that it was because of the humor and the entertainment value or like what you were talking about or like people could relate to it because they made the yeah, same mistake? I think it's relatability. And that brings me to my next point. Um, I think the things that people connect with the most, and I know for um, some of the other posts that I had where I was vulnerable and kind of admitted to my mistakes <laughs> and just kind of had a laugh at myself, people really related to the most. And I think one post that I had on, um, I'm looking at my notes here, on um, like self-promotion and how we have a hard time promoting ourselves because, you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to be like, you know, all into myself. Um, right. And my struggle with that, I had so many people, people put heartfelt comments on the post. And then I had so many people continue the conversation with me in my DMs. So I think to me, um, I think I know people are afraid to do it because you want to do the like what influencers are doing, like, you know, look your best and show the best and show your, you know, like doing really great. But to be honest with you, from my experience anyway, is the things that people really appreciate is when you're just kind of being honest and admitting you're human and people will really relate to that. And it really hits home um, for them. And I think that's the kind of content that I, I, I'm glad that I put out there. And I think it's allowed me to really connect with everyone on my, on my feed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause, cause if, if it's all about trust, like you show that kind of stuff. And I'm, and I say to myself, yes, yellow's going through the same kind of internal struggle. Yeah. Maybe she has a little bit better camera than I do. Cause she's got an iPhone 12 and those rocks, <laughs> but like, but, but it doesn't matter. Cause she's got the same apprehensions for, you know, talking yeah. in public or promoting. And uh, right. yeah, I right. can, it just makes you a more likable character in my mind. Oh yeah. And I think it's because I, and everybody's just like everybody else. Like, like influence out there, they're not any better than you. Um, you know, they're just good at like portraying that part. And if, if you really think about it, they're having the same struggles as you are. And I am, and we're all, we're all in this together. We're all the same. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. And, and so that's, I mean, that's the important part is like, and that's what I love about the iPhone stuff is that if everybody's got this, like just start taping, just start, just start making yeah. it. You know, even if you don't yeah. publish it somewhere, right, yeah. just do it for you and learn, yeah. you know, learn what works and what doesn't. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, um, you know, you can go too far with filming everything um, during the day. But like, <laughs> I say a lot of people do this, like they'll film something that's super cool and super interesting, but it just sits on their phone. And it's kind of a shame. And that's why I'm, I'm glad I shared that sneaker store, because that was super cool. I was super impressed. I'm like, if I'm super impressed, I think other people would be like, oh, this is super cool, too. Um, so I shared it. Um, and then that one just like did the best out of all my videos that I did for the year. That's so cool. That's so, and you're right. Like the things that you think maybe are a little bit too mundane, you're like, eh, it's just a, it's, it, it's that kind of stuff that, that if you can, if you can find, like, if you're interested, like Cielo, like I feel a lot of this comes from your inherent interest in things like you oh, as a person, right? 
Like you yeah. seem like a very curious person. And you're like, yeah, hey, I am what, is that that. what is that sneaker store like all about? And how much is this industry worth? And that blows my mind. Um, yeah. It's yeah. that interest that's infectious, at least for me. Like, because because you're right. Like, if you find it interesting, then I'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, that's that's, that's it's like so. Cool. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm I, so, so glad that you have that. I'm so glad that you have that side of you. And uh, and anybody that's listening, right? It's that whatever you're interested in. It's like if you show interest in it, other people will too. Yeah, I think so. And I think what will make your content different from other people's um, is your perspective. And I think people undervalue their perspectives and yours will always be unique, your take on it and your background. uh, If you kind of throw it in there, like why you think that way, that's that is the one thing that's really going to make you unique. Let me put up something that uh, Lyndon put up here too. It is amazing how content, how content we think uh, will be boring goes bonkers, and then the stuff we think is gold will garner a little engagement. You're right. Uh, our personal yes. lenses are so interesting. Um, it is. It is super just, interesting. Yeah. And just like you said, um, it is your own personal lens, the way that you see the situation, your unique yeah. viewpoint on it that makes it yeah. so curious. Yeah. And then like, just to talk more about some of the other content that I'm like, okay, (laughs) that one doing so well. Um, And again, like if you get anything out of this, it's like, just throw anything out there um, and you'll be surprised. Like it it could do well. So one, my least liked video is of me um, making popcorn. Yeah. Okay. That's boring. (laughs) But okay. One of my top in my top videos is me eating a popsicle. (laughs) okay that's it it's just like what (laughs) (laughs) well did you like that kind of stuff did looking at it from the flip side was there something that you put a ton of time in that you were like dude this is gonna crush and then it just (laughs) didn't oh my gosh yes yeah and i think the ones um okay here's one thing. It doesn't have to be beautiful. So I put a ton of time editing something and it was beautiful. And it's like cinematic. I use all of the gear that I had. I use a filter on my lens, another lens. And it was just meh. like, it was, it was to me, like it was like beautiful scenery and like cinematic and just like really inspiring music like i was so proud of this like i put a lot of time into filming this okay like all my other things that i filmed you know i film it last minute like the last you know 10 minutes of the day um, popsicle phone done yeah <laughs> and that kind of thing. And then, exactly i need my popsicle and i'm gonna do like stop motion of the chunks like disappearing okay like that's <laughs> the and then this other one it took me hours to film like it was like meh so that just goes to show you you know if people can't connect with it, then it's, it, it's not going to do well, no matter how beautiful it is. Yep. 100% agree. I 100% agree. And, uh, and honestly, that brings me to the question that I love to ask people on this show. If people want to create more of that type type of content, the stuff that really relates to people, the, the stuff that, uh, isn't polished so much, but instead just get thrown out into the world and use like a, like an orphan. And then you say fend for yourself. And then it just happens to do really well. If people want to, you know, create that, how, 
how would they start? Like, what, what, what do you think the first one thing that they should be doing is or thinking about? I think you should film every day. You should film every day something, a sequence of things, anything. If you can't do the edit, fine. You don't even have to post. But just get in the habit of filming every day. And when you find something interesting, I think I've sort of trained myself because I was doing that photo a day. But now, like, when something's interesting, my phone comes out, you know, and, like, I'll film it for, like, 20 seconds. That's really all I need. 20 seconds and then I'll put my phone away and then enjoy that experience. Um, but yeah, film something every day. That, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was going to ask you about that. The, uh, how do you balance taking in the experience personally, yeah. like being in the moment, but then feeling the responsibility to film it at the same time? Yeah, I've learned like I've I've ruined moments, honestly. By- <laughs> <laughs> That's my tactic. And- I just ruin them. <laughs> I just ruin them. No, but I've I've learned not to ruin them. Like I, you know, if it's it's a moment that's gonna like like a beautiful sunset, for example, you've got you know a few you know twenty minutes before that sun is gone. You know, take a few like minutes to enjoy it before you start shooting and really appreciate it. And then when you do take your phone out to film it, you don't have to film the whole twenty minutes. You know, just film like you know. Honestly, you need maybe thirty seconds of it. I see people they're filming the whole time. You don't. You don't need to film the whole time. Just get like a taste of it. Put your phone away and then enjoy the rest of it. That's kind of what I learned. I like it. I, I think that's great advice. I also want to ask you this because this is something that Perian just asked, and uh, and I think it's really curious. Do you recommend buying extra lenses for your phone? Um, what do you think? Um, it depends on the phone that you have. So for me, I have the 12 Pro Max over here, and I'm finding less and less reasons to use my moment lenses because I've got the telephoto, I've got the wide and I've got the ultra wide. Um, so unless you have like, a, a, I think if you have a 10 S and older then yes, I would recommend those lenses. And you said uh, you get them from moment. You think you found that they're the best so far that you found moment. lenses? Yeah. Um, I do like the moment lenses, but I'm also starting to really like the Sandmark lenses. Um, so Sandmark's really good too. They have the, like, what, oh, one thing I do recommend that you do get is the anamorphic lens. Cause that's one thing the iPhones won't be able to do. Yeah. What is an anamorphic lens? So anamorphic lens basically, um, has a wider field of view, uh, captures more without the distortion of a wide lens, for example. So you get more view, but no distortion. And it does this cool lens flare that is very signature anamorphic lens. It's got this line whenever there's a flare. It's like this blue line. So it's more cinematic. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That yeah. And that's that too, that anamorphic lens. It's just, it's an attachment that you just fit right over the phone yeah. itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Very yeah. cool. I, I've never even heard of that before, actually, the anamorphic lens thing. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Totally makes your your footage cinematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Epic. especially uh, so. Um, so okay, well, if okay. if it really is about filming every single day, and it doesn't matter what it is, it's just just film something, anything. Um, in your experience with what you teach, and you see so many students go through their process, right? Probably never filming very much at all. If they mm-hmm. just do it consistently for say thirty days straight. 
of course you've done it for 365. So you're like cranking it up to the next level, but if they just stick with it for 30 days in your experience, what kind of changes, like what improvements would you expect to see? Is your, your eye for what to film that you'll learn to pay attention and be aware of what you are looking at, what you're filming. When you're first, when you're not doing practicing and not doing regularly, you kind of just shoot randomly. But when you are filming a video, you kind of learn to look. You you you, you develop that visual eye. I think is what happens. And if you actually do edit, you'll develop that visual eye even more for the edit because sometimes you're like, oh man, why wasn't I closer? You know, and you're like, next time, and then you kind of get better next time. You're like, oh, now I know to film closer. Yeah. Do you do you so the eye itself? I mean, do you kind of formulate the story in your head as you're seeing it, and then you can like execute it right there in the in the moment, or do you just do you just learn to recognize really beautiful kind of cinematic shots and then you're like eh, you know it'll all come together in the edit sort of um i'm not formulating a story when i'm shooting but i shoot so that i know i can put a story together and there's a trick to it is you do your three types of shots and i tell my students this don't just stand there and just do one shot you got to get your you're establishing wide shot, which is what everybody does when they see a beautiful scenery. You're doing your wide shot, but you should also get your medium shot, meaning, you know, get closer. If you can put a subject in there to give it context, do that and then do your close up. So if you have those two shots and all you need is 10 seconds of each one and then you can put a story together. Um, so yeah. I always try to do that. Like every time I shoot, like get those three types of shots in the very least. Like in every situation, like try and get an establishing shot, a medium shot, and then the close-up shot is mm-hmm. the 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 idea with that is essentially to just zoom in on one particular detail, detail, like yeah. something that you want the, the audience to focus on. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, what do you think then about uh, so um, so as you create these shots and as you as you kind of put them together? Do you like, uh, do you try anyway to come up like the story itself, right? The story mm-hmm. that you're trying to, to put together, do you know what story that you almost want to tell at the very beginning? And that's why, or are you literally just kind of saying, that's a cool shot. That's a cool shot. That's a cool shot. We'll make this happen. <laughs> and then I'm just smash them together into something that story like what what is it do you know kind of what you want to tell at the very beginning it depends so for example yesterday is kind of a good example i went out to san francisco and i know i knew that i was going to climb to the top of the hill to go shoot down california street and i was like okay that can be my video for the day and i was like okay what's going to tell that story. And, and I'm kind of walking fast here and I'm cold and like, what's convenient. And so I was like, Oh, I know I need the establishing shot of the hill. I'm about to climb. I need the streets. I was like, I know I'll shoot the streets as I pass them. And obviously the final shot is going to be like the reveal of the beautiful like scene. So I did pre think um, before I got the shots. Um, And that often makes it much more efficient when you're filming and editing because you're not sorting through 
I don't know, like tens of, of hundred, maybe even like of shots. And that makes it so hard. So I've learned to kind of whittle down and just really get the shots that I really will use. Otherwise, editing is cumbersome. But there have been times where I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Like, I don't know how the story is going to be. So I'm just going to shoot randomly. And a lot of the times I've not used, you know, like three quarters of everything I shot. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's better to have too much than not enough because at least then in the editing room, like you can you have some yeah. substance to work with. You know. Yeah, it's always it's always good to shoot a little bit more, but it's not good to shoot too much. Also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's a lot of work for you to weed through. After. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So if that's how about um, how about one apprehension that I've seen is that is that people don't shoot. Because they feel like the story that they tell needs to have like a conclusion. Like it has to have like a lesson attached to it. It needs to like have a very clear beginning, middle and end. And sometimes, mm. sometimes, I don't know, like you go to the beach, right? Like that's, that's, that's the story. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. you feel, do you feel like yours need to have any kind of a lesson or what's the point then of the stories if they don't, is it just to entertain what do you think? Yeah. And again, like your, all your, it, it depends on what you want your story to do. Um, I made a video on just me going for a hike and there's nothing special about it. I just went for a hike and then there's a beautiful view. And that one did well um, because I think it was just kind of like fun to watch. It just showed the, you know, the view and there's no plot. There's no beginning, middle, and it's just like me going for a hike and then coming down that was it. Um, and I think as long as it's, as long as there's some kind of value you're providing. So whether it's entertainment, which I think that was people were entertained, or if it's a lesson, then yes, have a beginning, middle and end. Um, if you're trying to connect and make a point, then obviously like build up to it, show the pain, mm-hmm. show the journey, and then show the outcome. So it, as long as there, what I've learned is as long as there's some kind of value that people are getting out of your posts, then it's great. Um, but it doesn't always have to be a lesson or like, you know, a story. That's good to know. Cause I, yeah. Cause I know that it's kind of an apprehension with people. Like there's so much pressure to create like <clears throat> a very clear, like lesson and have a reason for this video to exist. And sometimes you're right. It's just to be entertaining. It's just to show yeah. a different perspective on something. Yeah. So one of my top videos, I think I mentioned this earlier, was I rolled a jar of peanut butter on the floor and it did really well. (laughs) (laughs) And I did another one where I flipped pages of a book. It was like a 15 second video. and It did really well. And people are like, finally, finally. I always wanted to watch somebody flip pages. <laughs> but here's the thing. It was entertaining because of the way it was edited. The content might not have been amazing, but the way it was edited was entertaining. So I think as long as there's some value one way or the other, then, you know, make the video. But here's the thing. Don't let that stop you from making a video. Stop judging yourself. You're pre like, that's what I, that's the main reason why I'm like so passionate about this. now. This is why I did this because I was doing that. I was prejudging myself. I was like, eh, I'm not gonna make this because blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, this is lame, blah, blah. But because I force myself to make a video every day, I was like, even if it's lame, I'm going to have to post it. And then someone asked me, they're like, 
aren't you embarrassed that you're making subpar content? I was like, thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, I have to. And then you know what? After I did this whole year, I'm like, I don't, it's not that I don't care, but I'm like, if I like it, if I enjoyed it, I'm just going to post it and I just want to share it with you. It's up to you how you want to deal with it. But (laughs) but like, I'm going to just do it anyway. And you know what? nobody said anything horrible. I haven't lost followers. If not, I've gained more. Like only good things can come from you posting and sharing yourself. That's all. I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> no, well, 100%. Like that's, I feel like that person that said that comment, you know, that's just a reflection of how they feel like their content yeah. would be, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't take that shit personally. You're just like, get out of here. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's like, I- I'm not a lie. Like I've, I'm not releasing a bunch of bangers here, you know, like it's just, I've got like a few good ones and I know I have some lame ones, but it's fine. (laughs) But you know, you can't have ups without downs. And to be honest, like you're mastering the craft of telling story through video, through emotion. Um, Like, like if I were to ask you, if I were to ask you versus just somebody random on the street, how would you, how would you express sadness through video? If you could not use words, like what shots would you use? They'd have no, most of them anyway, would have no fucking clue like how to do that. But yet you do because you practice every single day. And the more that you master that, like the more, the more you're going to be able to do with it in the future. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I, I, I'd like to think that um, I think I grew a creator this year um, in many ways. And there's like, there's nothing ever wrong with mastering your craft. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, Cielo, seriously, you uh, are so impressive. The kinds of things that you have done. I'm so, I'm so honored to have you here. Thank you for taking the time. Tell me yeah, thank if you. people, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to continue the conversation. They want to follow you. They want to see these videos that you're putting together. They want to see you roll a jar of peanut butter. Like uh, if, they, <laughs> if they want to do that, how do people get in touch with you and connect with you these days? Um, well, if you want to see these videos, they're on my Instagram at the storyographist. Um, and I do teach longer, like have longer videos on YouTube under YouTube slash iPhone filmmaking. If you DM me or message me on one of those things, I'll definitely respond and, you know, would love to connect. But Josh, thanks so much for having me. I mean, it was fun connecting with you. I love your rooster. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that too loud. He's going to get all, he's going to yeah. go to his head and he's going to show up. Uh, no, it was a lot yeah. of fun chatting with you. Thank you for having yeah. me. Of course. Of course. It was tons of fun. And everybody else agrees. Like, uh, I'll just say, Cielo, you're so inspiring and fun to watch. You're making me definitely want the Max Pro and to challenge <laughs> myself to kick FC Peter Curve Yep. Yes, 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 definitely. It's so much easier. You can all do it with just your phones. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. Well, honestly, uh, before we go, do you have any any parting advice, something that you want to sum up to everybody? Kick them in the butt right before we go. What would you say? I would say st- Stop judging yourself. Just do it. Just have fun. If you enjoy it, share it. Someone out there is going to appreciate the content that you put together. So just honestly, just do it. It doesn't have to be great. Trust me, roll a jar of peanut butter on the floor. You <laughs> can do well. For God's sake. Eat a popsicle and film it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this has been so cool. I've had a blast chatting with you, Cielo. We will keep in touch for sure. Yes. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show and talking to everybody today. Yes, thank you for having me.
Yes. Namaste. Namaste. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, that is it. We're wrapping up the Christmas Jingle Bell edition, sort of, uh, to, uh, to Fire Builders Live. Um, we will be back, I don't know, on the 27th, I think, 28th, something like that, soon. Uh, but seriously, we stream live Monday through Saturday, six days a week, six different guests. Come check us out. Come support the show. If you want to get behind the scenes and check out all the cool stuff, firebuilderslive.com. Go see the storyographist. Go follow Cielo on Instagram. And that is it. Cielo, thanks again. Thank you. All right. See you guys later. Adios.